only doing one more shot at this. This is taking three. All right. Everyone on? Yes. Okay. All right. Hello, Warriors. Welcome to another exciting episode of your favorite podcast. This is Talk is War with your host, Alpha Z. Thank you for joining us today. And, well, like always, my hosts for tonight, uh, first one is Mr. Gritty, the general of the Underworld Army and the Dark One. This is Hades. How have you been, brother? I've been good. I've been good. How are you guys? Ah, doing all right. Doing all right. Uh, I had some shit happen to me recently, but we'll we'll get to that. And uh, you know, just uh, life. So uh, another person on this wonderful, wonderful podcast is the elite of the elite, Mister Goatee, and Virginia's finest. This is Switch Blader. How have you been, man? Uh, been pretty good, man. Uh, having so far a pretty good week. Um, pumped for today, pretty much. I uh, don't have to go into work until a little bit later tomorrow, so ah, pretty much that's cool. good. That's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah, I've been, I've been excited for this episode too. It's been a while since we've recorded. I noticed we've been taking uh. Something keeps happening to like our schedule. Like we'll we'll plan for one day, and then it'll get put back because like you know just something happens. You know, yeah. As is life, man. I mean, we can't yeah. control everything. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, uh, warriors, we will try and stay on top of recording schedule, but no promises. Hope you guys can understand. Hope it's not any, you know. And hope it's not any uh, inconvenience, I guess we'll say. All right, so um, let's go ahead and give some updates, guys. It's It's been a hot minute since we've recorded. Uh, Hades, I believe you said that you have acquired new employment. Is that correct? Yes, yes, I have. After 16 days of waiting, I have finally started my new job fully. Hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. And where where is this at again? I work as a cell phone sales representative in Walmart. Mm-hmm. Is it the same Walmart? Yeah, it's the same Walmart. I work in Parkersburg. Oh, okay. okay. Come find Warriors, come find the blonde idiot with the slither and mask on, and I'll be able to help you. Oh, your hair's back to blonde? Yes. Oh, okay. That's cool. That's cool. I liked it, but I didn't know if you were keeping up with, you know, the colors and all that. It's been a while since I've done something drastic with it, so. Oh, oh. well, I actually just got mine cut. Well, it, it's not. <gasps> no, don't don't gasp too hard there. It's still long. I just got it trimmed. I took care of the dead ends, you know. Are you back to AJ style? No, it's still a bit longer, but it's, you know, I. I can't, I don't really know how to, I can't really tell the measurement really, but it's still long. Like it's Okay, so if we go between AJ Styles and Roman, where are you sitting? Uh, probably kind of in the middle. Like it's, I don't know, it's like not short, but it's not lo- like it's long in the short sides. But it's short in the long sides, you know what I mean? 
Kind of like Triple H. Yeah, sort of, but a little shorter. But but again, no, I mean, of course not now. I got bald now, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Triple H like in his prime, kind of, but a little shorter than that. A little shorter. It's like it's like near, almost to my shoulder blades. It was at my shoulder blades whenever I uh, had a cut last. So nice. Yeah, yeah. So still long, still long. Okay, and but that is not the only thing that has happened to me uh past few days here. So uh went to the doctor recently and as you guys are aware of, I have an incurable stomach uh illness, right? Not going to go into any details cuz really not that interesting, but you know, I have an incurable disease. I guess you could call I don't really know if it's a disease. I don't know, but it's incurable. And it sucks. So I went there for a checkup, my medication and all that. And I went there for my ADD medication too. And um, doctor is looking at me and she's like, whoa, one of your shoulders is higher than the other. I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, one of your shoulders is higher than the other. And, and she was like uh, looking at me from behind. She's like, yeah, yeah, it is. I'm like, well, I'll be damned. It is. And I, I never noticed. And I was like, well, how could this happen? She's like, well, uh, you're back, you know, you may have uh, scoliosis, you know? And I'm like, well, I thought I already had it, but like, here's the thing. I never got diagnosed with it, but do you really need a doctor to look at you and tell you that you have scoliosis to know? Oh no, hell no. Exactly. Exactly. Like it's just, it's curvature of the spine. So it's curved. Like, I feel it, like you not, can, if it's bad enough, you can look in a mirror and think, oh, I need a fucking brace. Yeah, yeah. Now, I am, I'm still going to get it checked out and everything uh, to see how bad it is, because I've been in a lot of back pain lately. And I do a lot of standing at my job, and uh, yeah, and I've been really working on my posture, but uh, I haven't really had that much progress, so. I'm going to laugh my ass off if we have, like, a proper MD that listens to us and they just send us fan mail like Z, I want to fix you. <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be Warriors, fucking you, awesome. If you, Warriors, if you have a if you have a MD, not a PhD, if you have an MD, please, please help us. Please. We all need help. And um uh anyway, she basically is having me get an X ray on my spine done to uh See if I have, well, I'm, I know I have it. Let's just say to see how severe it is. Yeah. Maybe get a brace, maybe not. I don't know. I don't even know how bad it is, but yeah. That's oh, they'll give you a brace regardless just to see if they can realign it. Maybe. I hope so. I, I've really been working on my posture, you know. I always, like when I'm always sitting on the couch or something, I always keep my back straight for a minute and then I slowly get comfortable. And then I just move down, and then I'm I'm hunched again. I'm like, fuck. All right. Well, um, that's pretty much it. That's been happening to me for the past few days, uh, other than the uh, crackheads that uh, reside at Seven Eleven, ones that constantly come in and you know make it make it known that we're pretty much all that they have in life, you know. I work at a ghetto Walmart. I know your pain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Switchblader, you've been pretty quiet through this 
to this discussion. Uh, anything been going on with you the past few days? No, not really. I mean, just weather has pretty much just been going from cold to warm and then back cold today. We're supposed to get rain tomorrow, which helps me out a little bit. So It certainly is crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't you work for a shipping company of some sort? You probably can't do your job if it's raining too hard. Sprinkler company. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of crazy weather going on lately. It just keeps on going back to blistering cold to like snow and a lot of cold, and then it's just it's crazy. Comfortable, yeah. Like it goes from it goes from unbearably cold to comfortable every other hour anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. Yes, it is. All right, well, let's go ahead and open the show up. And uh, go ahead and go on to fan mail. Haven't really received that much, but we received a couple interesting questions. So I can't wait to read these. See what we got here. Okay, this one is... All right, this one is from Jessica from Athens, Ohio. She has written into the show countless times before. I've really enjoyed the stuff that uh, Jessica has sent. So thank you for being a... Uh, you know, good fan. Thank you for sending in the messages that, you know, you would like us to... Oh, wait. Hang on. This isn't... Oh, no. This is the wrong one. I had the wrong one pulled up. Hang on. Do you want me to read it? Nope. I got it. I just pulled it back up. There we go. Okay. So, this one is a question. I I was looking at the other one that she sent, and I thought it looked a little familiar. So, I was like, wait a minute. Okay. All right, Jessica from Athens, Ohio. In your guys' opinions, who was the best heel of recent memory? I think that, like, recent memory, I I guess just, you know, uh, 2019 to now, 2021, I guess that qualifies as recent. I, I would say the past five years, honestly. Or that. When it comes to heels, yeah. New ones are made on the fly, you know, each and every year. So um, I think that best heels of recent memory, the two that really come to mind are uh, MJF from AEW. I think he's greatest heel of all time right now. I really do. But one guy that I really like seeing as a heel that was not really a heel for – like at first, it's Roman. Roman Reigns, and damn it, what? You stole mine. Not, now I got to think. Yeah, you can say yours too, man. I mean, but uh, you know, uh, Roman. It's been really good seeing him as a heel. I really like the way he is. Paul Heyman's been doing a great job managing him. Love the deal with you know uh, the tribal chief gimmick going on. It's it's really cool. I love seeing this. And I hope to see, you know, something better when it comes to WrestleMania in the future. So, all right. Um, well, Hades, uh, I guess I already spoiled one of yours. I apologize. I've, I've got another one. Oh, okay. Go ahead. That came to mind. So, mine's going to actually 
I don't know if I would consider it a heel current, but, well, possibly. I really enjoyed when Alexa turned heel. Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah, that was, um, man, I cannot remember. Because um, I can't, I, you mean like, like most recent? I think most recent was with Fiend, but I really liked it when she turned heel when she was uh, tag teaming. I I considered this a heel. It might have been a face, but I considered this a heel. I really enjoyed it when she was tag teaming with Cross. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I guess you could say that because I I really enjoyed that too. Like, And not just because, you know, her heel work, but also because, like, she was – she transitioned from being the heel because she was a heel and, you know, using Mickey James or whoever else to, you know, get her way through. And then Mickey was trying to, you know, expose her and be like, Oh, well, she's, she's not really trying to be your friend, Nikki, you know, she's just using you, but you know, Alexa changed, you know, and she was still, you know, a heel, but then she slowly went good. And then she became face. And then she turned heel again with, like, The Fiend and all that. But, yeah, yeah, it, I, I think that was a really good run for her uh, as, a, as a heel. And, of course, that she had the most championship reigns as heel, too, so. I think she's, with her working with Fiend, would you consider her heel again? That's a good question. Because, like, I've, I've been kind of thinking about the same thing. Because, like, The Fiend isn't really... A villain per se. He's not a face either. Yeah, but he's not—he's not really the hero. He like so, I guess he's kind of neutral in a way, but like chaotic neutral, I guess. I don't. Yeah, know. I can agree with that. I, I guess. I, I guess that's the best way to summarize. What do you think, Switchblader? Oh man. What do you say? I got ice in my mouth. Oh, oh, you're you're good. Yeah, I had. I was drinking some of my drink. Sorry. Black to live. That's what you sounded like with ice in your mouth. Black to live. Oh. But I'm sorry. It's All right. So, um, so what what did you think of the question? Um, the, what do you think? Uh, the fiend stands with the whole heel and face thing. Well, at first, when he like when Bray brought this character, this persona into WWE, it pretty much like almost in the sense like when people saw him at first, you know, they were cheering for him in the mm-hmm. sense when he came into picture when mm-hmm. he then. and then when they saw how his character developed and kind of you know maneuvered around with all these other like superstars it pretty much showed like he was he was basically trying to play mind games with each one of his competitors and I can see the heel there but also this is a good thing of like ring psychology in the sense like it's good 
to like know how to maneuver with your opponent, but if you can get inside their head and make it to where you know they don't know what to expect, what to realize, don't know what to do, that's where you get them. And that's where I think Bray Wyatt's persona, The Fiend, fits in. Mm. He's, he's like the perfect face in a certain way. Right. right. He's the perfect heel. Exactly. So you so you would agree it would be kind of a chaotic neutral or neutral kind of uh, kind of stance. Yes. Okay. Okay. And um, well, and to answer the the fan mail that was sent in, uh, who do you think was uh, you know best heel of recent memory? Well, you're probably going to hate me for this one because. One of the guys I pick, and I really actually do love his work and how he's been with the company AEW, is Eddie Kingston, man. Oh, no. That's perfect. That's perfect. He's he's a really good heel. Love Eddie Kingston. Yes. Yes. I, I love, like, when we talked about him a, a while back, not too far back, but, like, a little while ago, you know, we saw all – how his story was and how he basically came into the business and, you know, he paid his dues, he worked harder, just like everybody else. And just to know that to get to the platform he's at now, but to also show that, you know, he's not taking prisoners in the sense, you know, do whatever it takes to win, kind of like MJF and a few other types of heels. Mm-hmm. He's got that nitty gritty to him pretty much. Yeah, 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 I see what you mean. Um, I would totally agree with you, by the way. He has certainly been a really good heel. But, again, it's it's like the Fiend. Like, he's great as a heel, but he's great as a face, too. So it's like, you know, you get the best of both worlds with them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I um, guess that's... Uh, all we have to say about that uh, little piece of fan mail there. Uh, thank you, Jessica from Athens, Ohio, for sending in another beautiful piece of fan mail. And this next one is from Anthony, no last name, from Dover, Delaware. Is it Dover? Is that how you say it? Yes. Okay, that's, that's what I thought. All right. Uh, Anthony from Delaware. He says... I've retired from the ring after an injury a few years back and decided to work more on training newer talent at my local promotion. I love seeing what some of these seemingly average guys can pull off in the ring. That brings me to my question about you guys. What is the most physically impressive thing you've seen each other do while training slash wrestling together? Well, uh, first off, Anthony, you, you may need to think on how to reword that um, just a little bit there. But um, uh, first off, I want to say thank you for, you know, sending in a question for the show. And, uh, you know, thank you for, you know, your service in the ring. And, you know, I hope all is going well, you know. And to answer the question, um, the most physically impressive thing I've seen do. Um well, I wish Jake was here for this one because he's done a lot of physically impressive. I mean, he was in MMA, so, you know, 
a little more to capture on there, but with hmm, with Dylan with with Switchblader, um, the most physically impressive thing I've seen you do, I think, had to be. Okay, okay, I got, I got. So there was this one time, right, where me and him were in the ring, just one of our training days. I don't know if we captured this, like, on one of our phones or not, but he did this really cool thing where after he, uh, what was it? Was it a scoop slam or was it? No, no, I know what it was. It was, um, we actually did capture this. Whenever he uh, scoop slammed me, you know, normal body slam kind of thing, he, like, he dropped me pretty good. He did. But the thing was, I it felt like barely anything. I don't know what it was. Like, I don't know if I catched, like, I don't know if my feet, you know, hit the floor, like, first. And that's what captured most of the shock, you know, the shock absorption. But it felt really safe, you know. Like, I st- it still kind of hurt because it felt like a slam. But it looked a lot painful, a lot more painful than it actually felt. And it was, it was, it was pretty good, pretty good slam. But when this man chopped me that second time, not the first time when I fucking screamed like a bitch, but the, the second time, whenever he did it, he, it, it felt okay. It felt okay. It, it didn't, it didn't hurt as much, but it still looked like it hurt. So he, he's, I think he's pretty good at making stuff look believable, but you know, keep it safe. And Hades, one time you got me in the fastest rear naked choke I have ever been put in. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. If, Corrections background, baby. Yeah, yeah. It, it, if you guys are unaware of that, uh, Hades used to be a corrections officer. So, uh, yeah. So uh, he he got me in a rear naked choke, and it was very, it was very fast. And I tried getting out of it, but he did this the body scissors thing like in some way i don't know how he did it but he like clicked his heels together kind of and it like locked me in so i couldn't like move very well but it was pretty cool and if jake was here i would i would say what he's done but you know i'll, I'll wait till he comes on the show so uh any of you guys want to answer this question i'll go all right go ahead you you already touched on it, but honestly, because you took it like a champ after, even though you did scream like a bitch. <laughs> the best moment between the two of you was the chop. Oh. The hard chop. <laughs> How is it physically impressive, though? Is it because he chopped me that hard? That and the fact that, yeah, you did, because I saw video. You got you looked hurt, <laughs> but like five seconds later, after a few good deep breaths, you were good. Yeah, yeah, that, uh, yeah. I guess it was kind of impressive. Yeah, I didn't expect it to hurt that hard. So, all right, yeah. and I could be, I could be an asshole and just go with athleticism. Mm-hmm. Well, the fact that Switchblader is able to satisfy a woman and not wake up his roommate. 
Oh, shots fired there. Shots fired. Oh, God. Someone call a cop. Shots fired, man. Oh, God. He knows I'll never let him live it down. Silent hitter. (laughs) Well, uh... (laughs) okay. Oh, uh, God damn. Switch later. What about you, brother? What's, uh, What's something physically impressive you've seen uh, any of us do? Um, well, for you, I would want to say it was when you and me were doing our few, you know, practice routines here and there. It was you were you were more open minded. You, you weren't afraid, you know to try to do something different or even, you know, pretty much take any kind of bump that, you know, you wanted to do or even try. And I mean, in the process of that, you were also, you knew a few things that some people, including myself, when I even started, didn't even know what to do. Oh, really? Yeah, you actually knew how to do some of the, of the moves in the process, you know, how you would start it up pretty much. You grapple up, you pretty much, you know, try to work yourself either into the corner or work it to where you got into a headlock position. You did that well. Like, you didn't put a lot of pressure, but you put that right amount to make it look like, you know, this man's got Oh, oh, all right, all right. Thank you, man. That that really that really means a lot. I was, I was really, I was I wasn't say I wouldn't say I was gonna, like, I was prepared for it, but like I hadn't seen I hadn't received any training like previous to that. So, you know, I I guess that is pretty impressive. Thank you, man. That that means a lot. You're welcome. Now, now. Uh, what about Hades? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I can say he can, he can take a, he can take a sword or a spear to the face, pretty much. I mean, you know, we, we did, you know, our dad, we did our stuff, you know. That hurt when it happened, by the way. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? When we I... were a part of the... Sci-fi, but not sci-fi, but uh, the oh, the guild. Yeah, the guild. Oh yeah, I forgot y'all were in that. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's let's let the warriors know. Uh, I, I, man, I don't really know how to explain the guild. Uh, Hades, you want to explain what the uh, what the guild is or was? Yeah. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. So. For for the Warriors, if if you ever attend Glenville State College, make yourself a Glenvillian. Glenvillian. There is a group that yes, there is a group that if you are a nerd is called the Science Fiction and Fantasy Guild. It is just a big motley crew. Of nerds, geeks, dorks, what have you, 
that hang out, play card games, play video games, pretty much anything cosplay, pretty much any nerdy thing you can think of, you can do in the guild. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. I've partied with them a few times. They, they know how to have fun. I like it. I was never a member. I attended one meeting, but it just, just yeah. If it, your your girl was a member with me. Mm, yeah, yeah, but and I think you attended a meeting with her. Mm. wasn't really my thing, but I mean, I'm into that kind of stuff. But you know, I, I wasn't really a clubs guy at that point in in uh, college, but. It's still it's still pretty cool, but um, so were you guys LARPing? It it was something called DAG, which is like LARP but a little bit more aggressive. Mm-hmm. And he said he got a spear to the face. Yeah. Yes. Wow. It it I got a spear which was made out of foam and everything, but I got a spear right to the side of the head. And he took it like a champ. So, so Besides, they actually hurt? Like, Yeah, they hurt. Yeah, but he okay. took it like a champ. Okay. He took it like a champ, like a big boy, and <laughs> then, then he got pissed. And then he ran, and he ran, and he tried to hit someone in the nuts. Oh, my God. I didn't try. I succeeded. Because <laughs> it was Patrick who hit Patrick. me. <laughs> oh, my God. Shout out to Patrick. Uh, second shout out we've done for him on this podcast. But, oh, my God, that's legendary, man. Uh, I love Patrick, man. He, he was He's in my economics class. I love that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good. Well, okay. That's, that's a pretty cool story. Little uh, Glenville history for all you people that have not suffered, and <laughs> and um, the way all of us have. <laughs> but um, well, I guess that's it for that piece of fan mail. Uh, thank you, Anthony, from uh, where is he from? Dover, Delaware. Thank you, Anthony. Hope you're doing well. And last piece of fan mail, boys. Last piece. This one is from Eric Lyons. And I said Eric like that because it has an H on the end of it. So Eric Lyons from Newcastle, England. Greetings, guys. I hope you all are well. And I have a question for you guys about the current state of the WWE. Rumor has it that Andrade may not be in the company for much longer due to the creative due to creative, excuse me, supposedly not having any plans for him. Your guys' thoughts? I'm, again, just another talent that they've, they've wasted with with Andrade, you know? It really sucks. Um, the WWE has wasted a lot of talent that has, you know, showcased a lot of, a lot of uh, originality. Uh, a lot of uh, uniqueness, and I don't know why, but they just just don't give it to them, you know? It really sucks. It's happened with countless people. It's happened with people like, uh, I'm trying to think here, Cesaro, Shinsuke Nakamura, uh, Chad Gable, and 
Dolph Ziggler. It, it's just with so many people, man. They just run out of. I, I don't know what it is exactly, but it's just like they run out of ideas. You know, they don't know. They don't know how to work with them, you know. And that's what really sucks about a big company. Like, yeah, you have a lot of people, but the more people you have, the more people you can't really focus on, you know. So that really sucks. I hope Andrade. I hope something switches. You know, I hope he can, you know, get some good screen time with WWE, or maybe he can get it elsewhere. You know, AEW or New Japan. You know. Uh, okay, that's all I have to say, and uh, nothing else I can really touch up on that, so just disappointed. And any of you guys want to go ahead and answer this question? Yeah. All right, go ahead, brother. Okay, so Andrade, I don't think was a wasted talent, per se. I just think that they lost all sense of where can we put this character and he got shafted a lot like Ziggler and Nakamura. And it happens consistently with WWE to where a lot of the storylines are fan-driven. To what, So if the fans aren't showing a whole lot of love to characters... The uh, the story writers aren't going to give a whole lot of love. The, the, the story writers aren't going to show a lot of love to that character either, and they're not going to continue with the storyline. Like, with, with Ziggler especially, Ziggler was, Ziggler's last storyline was left on a huge damn cliffhanger for us because Ziggler lost a lot of fan appeal so the story writer said, "Fuck you! We're not gonna play. We're not gonna play your game anymore." Mm-hmm. And it's kind of that's true, and it's really sucky to say, but yeah, it's it's like the um, it's that disillusion, you know? They think that you know, since they're not getting the feedback that they want from the fans, it's like, oh well, then I guess we can't really use them at all. But it's like the fans still love them, but it's like that there's that niche audience, you know, it's, it's just that little, I wouldn't say it's the little percentage, but it's like, you know, the, I don't know if it's the older ones. I don't really know how to say it, honestly, but it's, that it sucks, you know? Uh, anything else you want to say about that, Hades? I don't have anything else, no. no. And Switchblader? Um, it's very interesting that this became a question that we got because I literally just read an article about this today, like when I was at work and like about this question, like this person who sent this, like there was an article talking about it and I pretty much, you know, in the sense of it, I do think that he is, being mistreated in the sense because he is one he's a a one-of-a-kind you know talent and the fact that he who can be with any competitor right now i could say with like ray with ziggler 
with Nakamura, even with like Daniel Bryan, any of those type of guys, I could see a match where he can do anything and make something out of it. And I mean, from looking out how his career went from when he was in NXT when he first started and to where he was now on the main roster, I think it is kind of a shame. Like, I think he is worth mm-hmm. more to the company, and I think they should use him to a good point. Maybe not as a main event start right off the bat, but, like, give him opportunities to where he could get to that status, at least. Right, right, right. And, you know, the, the people still love him. You know, but I feel like it's maybe the part that isn't really exposed to the uh, national TV. You know, like like we we always got it on Monday Night Raw. You know, and whenever they bring people from NXT that were huge in NXT, uh, like you know, like uh, Alistair Black, you know, or Johnny Gargano, like that, you bring them to the main roster and. They're they're kind of out of place, you know. Like it's like people still like him, but and whoever, but it's like it's not their stage, you know. And it's not to say that they're low or that they're, you know, they don't deserve the higher stage. It's just the positioning, like the stage doesn't fit them, you know. So maybe it has to do with the national TV kind of exposure. So maybe Andrade would be better off in NXT, maybe. So, is there something you would like to share with the class there, Hades? I never thought I would actually say that. What? (laughs) Did you not hear what I said just now, bro? No, I I didn't. You cut out for a second. If there was something you wanted to share with the class, brother. I'm sorry. I, you don't really have to say anything. I just wanted to say that. I've always wanted to say that to someone that's, you know, like whispering. Anyway. Look, I, I know I tease y'all, but if this is going to come back at me. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, that, that's pretty much all I have to say. Maybe it's maybe it's just different exposure. So. And uh, is that all you had to say about that yeah. switchblade? Okay. Well, that's uh, that's it for that piece of fan mail. Thank you, Eric Lyons from Newcastle, England. And well, now we're just gonna roll on to our next segment here. Lovely little segment. It's a reoccurring one. Uh, pretty much the alternate for what we usually do, but this one is called "A Penny for Your Thoughts." You guys haven't been listening to the past recent episodes. Basically, just get some thoughts from, you know, each of us. can be anything. uh, Anything from wrestling to movies to food to anything. Anything. Video games, whatever. And uh, something else I want to say. Next episode of Talk is War, we're going to go back to uh, the additional, or not the additional, the uh, original segment that we had planned and that was a few moments of shame not sure who we're gonna do it on maybe we'll wait to you know get some ideas but uh yeah let's go ahead and get some uh 
thoughts from the guys. Uh, Hades, Penny for your thoughts, brother. Ooh, Penny for my thoughts. Well, your boy just got a new girlfriend. Oh, oh is, that, is that who you're talking to? Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. What's her name? Ashley. Ashley. That's cool. Hello, Ashley. I am, I am Xavier, but it is... It's like Xavier, but with a Z instead of an X. Call me Z. Buddy, I got headphones in. She can't well, hear you. She can listen to the episode, man. Okay, that it, man? You just got a new girl? Yeah, that, that's all I've got on my mind right cool, now. Cool. All right, uh, Switchblader, what about you, bro? Um, Have you met his girl yet? I don't want to know what we just said. What? What was that? Did you hear me, Switchblader? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't hear. Um. Pretty much working on. Did you just take your headphones out, Hades? Okay. For a second, okay. so yeah. It made a really weird noise. That was that was crazy. It scared the shit out of me. All right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, sorry about that, guys. Uh, go, go ahead. Uh, What's on? I'm well. I'm currently trying to work on get some computer gear. I'm trying to get stuff set up for a game. Oh, that's channel. cool. Oh, that's awesome, dude. That's awesome. I know you're mm-hmm. working on that. Yeah. Anything um, you got in mind? I'm pretty much trying to just work on getting everything, you know, that I'm gonna need for it. I've already got the um I've already got the Elgato game capture for my PS4. Oh shit. Hades is gone. Oh, I didn't even all right, I'll try and add him back here. Um, go on, go on. But apart from getting that, I'm pretty much trying to work on getting some games lined up for when I get the rest of my other stuff. I got to get a new set of headphones because my previous set, they uh, oh. they broke thanks to a dog. Oh, oh. That's I didn't know it happened, and I didn't really think much of it. I mean, he, it is what it is, but they were cheap anyway, so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it, it happens, yeah. you know. Oh, no. Okay. Hades just texted me. He said, sorry, guys, just lost power. Have to go get the generator set up. Continue without me. Oh, dude. Damn. That's crazy, man. Power outages have been crazy lately, man. There's been like hundreds really? all across the state, thousands probably. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's it's at a very alarming rate. Okay, all right. I guess we'll have to set this one out. Sorry, Warriors. I guess we won't have any uh, more uh, ominous whispering. Yeah. What the hell were they talking about? Did you hear? Mm-hmm. Did you hear? Yeah, I kept hearing that. Like, like it was like his girl's voice and then his voice, but 
it sounded different in a sense. But I guess he was whispering. That's why. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, back here and there, I could hear him. Hmm. All right. Well, anything else going on? You know, besides the um, whole PC thing? No, not really. I mean, I'm sticking to the regimen. I'm, I'm pretty much, you know, just work doing that trying to pretty much you know get things settled in and trying to work on you know trying to come up in june or july at some point because i've already i've already got the the go from my supervisor he said like if i wanted to take a week vacation at some point just gotta let him know and let my main boss know Paid vacation too. It right? it will only be paid vacation if I have the hours built up from that, because because the yeah because the company oh, I work okay. for, if you start out with them all the way up till five years, you get two weeks of vacation. But if you have hour, but if you have hours oh. built up, you can put those hours towards the vacation time, so you're getting paid when you're off. That's pretty cool. That mm-hmm. is that is very cool. And that's pretty cool that they're, you know, letting you yeah. take a week off anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um nothing really uh oh, oh, oh. I guess I can think of something else here. I was going to think of something that I've been up to, but what is on my mind? Um Oh, I just got the new uh what is it? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I guess these are newer. It's like um it's like a vape, but it's I don't really know how to how to describe it. It's like a cross between a vape and a puff bar. You know what I mean? And it's it's a it's called a Rick and Morty Dazzle. I have Dazzle. never heard of that. You've pretty much you've lost me there. It's it's it it's so cool, man. It's like um it's kind of like a mixture between a jewel and a vape kind of thing. It's really cool. It lights up. They're all flavored. And it's a Rick and Morty design on it. Love that show. And uh, they're pretty cool. They give you really big hits. And they're, they're uh, I don't know if they're disposables or not, but um, they work like puff bars. If, if they run out, you get another one, like a whole new one. And they're like 20-something dollars, but... They work pretty good, and they last a really long time. They give you well, that's hits. good. I, love I mean, it. it's worth the money. Yeah, yeah. I and I have not vaped in a very long time. I stopped vaping back uh, a little bit before I got out of college, and yeah, but it, but it's not like as you know. Uh, say suffocating as vaping can feel like like vaping was cool but like you know sometimes you know it it, it, it yeah. can take a number on yeah. you know? yeah yeah but um like there's a lot of hills where uh where <laughs> college so whenever you know you vape and all that you know and you're going up a hill to get to class or to lunch or whatever you get past that hill and you're oh god i'm out of shape you know <laughs> But a really cool thing, uh, suggest you people go out there and get you one. Got a smoke shop near you or, you know, smoker friendly, whatever. 
Rick and Morty Dazzle. Really cool. Really cool. A lot of good flavors, too. Mm. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all that's on my mind. So that is it for a penny for your thoughts here on Talk is War. And uh, we're going to go ahead and go to a little commercial break here. I'm going to try and get Jake on uh, the second part of the show with us since uh, Hades had to, you know, pull out there. Giggity. But um, we're going to you know, try and get Jake on and we'll continue on with the second half of the show. So uh, don't go anywhere, Warriors. We will be right back after. And we are back. Thank you for sticking around for Talk is War. Uh, you know, us, you know, again, doing our thing and talking about some wrestling and whatnot. Uh, we didn't really have a set plan or topic, really, for this show, so just winging it. Uh, Switchblader, uh, anything you want to talk about, brother? Um, I mean, pretty much, like... Hold on. No, go ahead. You're good. Well, it's saying trying to reconnect. Oh, oh. Well, I can hear you now, so you're good. Yeah, it was saying trying to reconnect. It's doing that because I guess some for some reason my phone signals I guess going back and forth. But um Um I mean pretty much just of late, like I loved like how I mean, the shows are being so far, I could say. I mean, pretty much like this, well, not this past Wednesday, but uh, this Sunday that had just passed. Mm-hmm. Um, I, lo- I loved the um, the takeover they had for NXT uh, Vengeance Day, was it called? NXT yeah, Vengeance yeah, Day. Day. I, I would want to say with some of the matches that I saw within that, night i mean it was pretty good like i love the the match between uh the what what's the one tech team uh in it's not ngk oh, but like msk msk yeah yeah whatever it was them. That yeah it was um it was them against the young veterans i that match for the fact that it being you know the finals of the dusty roads classic and just to see like these four young talents, you know, actually put on like I would want to say like a five star tag team match, mm-hmm. be impressive. Yeah, yeah. It. I didn't expect them to put them into the cup like just right away because I mean most tag teams would have to, you know. Uh, be a little more known to be put into that tournament because, you know, we didn't really get a whole lot of new tag teams in the last ones, you know. So it was very different seeing MSK in uh, the Dusty Classic uh, a little early. But it still, like, to, to uh, you know, to your point, still an amazing performance by, you know, all the matches that they've done, especially with the Grizzled Young Veterans. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the backflip thing is cool. Like, it's really cool. Like, whenever mm-hmm. he does the moonsault and then he uh, pushes him, then it's, yeah. you know, wherever he lands. It's really cool. And a lot of people kind of have a problem with it. I, I get what they're saying, you know, it's kind of hat on a hat. Ri- Ugh, sorry. Hat on a hat, you know. But mm-hmm. still really cool to watch. And I've been enjoying what I've been seeing with MSK. I, I can't wait to see what they do next and, you know, their future with NXT. I do too. And I was pretty shocked to see Mr. Former Man known as Eli Drake signing with NXT. Yeah. That, yeah, that was crazy. That pretty much shocked me by the end of the night, pretty much when I saw that happen. Because at first I was like, there's no way, no way. Did they did they really bring him? Did they get him? And I really wanted him to just come out and be like, yeah, dummy. Yeah. <laughs> Guess who's here? Yeah. But the fact that he's calling himself L.A. Knight, it's like, it's almost like a ripoff name from Nightblade from Saints Row. Oh, really? Well, kinda in the sense, like I, what well, in a way, like the way I'm thinking, pretty much, you know, just like L.A. Knight, really, like seriously, you, yeah, you couldn't I don't think know of. Why he couldn't just keep Eli Drake. I mean, I don't really see what's problematic about that name, but you know, if. Some companies take some companies will take the name like you know how some companies file for trademarks on yeah. certain stuff. Well, I believe when he was with Impact, I think Impact did have a trademark contract put on to his name, so he would not be able to you know use that. I see. So well, uh, I am I am really happy to see Eli Drake, uh, uh, also known as L.A. Knight. I am really happy to see him, you know, because I, I I loved his work, especially in N.W.A. But um, I didn't expect him to go to NXT, honestly, because a lot of the people that were uh, jumping ship from in uh, the N.W.A. Uh, they were. A lot of them were heading for AEW, you know, uh, Eddie Kingston, you know, and um, trying to think more here. Um, I heard some rumors going around that Nick Aldis was, you know, next, but, you know, we, we haven't seen him in a while. And I mean, I don't know how they're going to do that, especially since he's, you know, the current NWA World Heavyweight Champion, you know, but um I really like seeing them all, you know, coexist like that. And I really like seeing them work together. But uh, not just Eddie Kingston, but also uh, Thunder Rosa, you know. Uh, yeah. A lot of people going from there to there. And it's 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 interesting to see. Uh, Ricky Starks, him too. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, it's 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 crazy to see that. But. Once again, I thought L.A. Knight, I thought he was going to come to AEW. So uh, I can't wait to see what they do with him. But one thing's for sure, the 
coexistence that is going on is really, really cool. Like with New Japan and with AEW, I really love what they're doing. Because uh, Kenta, you know, just made his presence known. And uh, you got the guys from Impact, you know, uh, Doc Gallows, Anderson, you know, and uh, trying to think here. Juice and Finley. Yeah, yeah, them too. It's awesome. It's awesome. And, you know, Private Party getting a shot at the Impact World Tag Team Champions, you know, it's it's really cool to see. And I, I love that they are utilizing both of their companies in the, a win-win, you know, for the greater good. Well, yeah. And I'm trying to think here. I'm trying to think here. I don't know if this would somehow involve WWE in the future. I don't know if that would, you know, be up on the table for, you know, for the future. I don't know if that would ever be, uh, you know, plausible for them to do. Cause I mean, we're not, we're not working backstage and we don't know all the, you know, all the gears and how they turn. So I hope they can make it work. I, I hope they can, because that would be something very, very cool. Yes, of course. I mean, with the way you look at it, I mean, for the past, I would want to say not few, but like se- kind of several decades, we've seen this company a company we've watched since we were little kids, grew up on watching, loved it, go from this small enterprise, the small thing of entertainment, of professional wrestling, come out and become a legitimate main event, mega power, sports entertainment, extravaganza in a sense. Mm-hmm. Then you are now having all of these companies who have pretty much, you know, have given their version of, you know, their way of looking into the wrestling business and seeing how they can make, you know, their shows and the people that are working with them, you know, the best of the best in their way. Mm -hmm. All now are coming together. They're actually listening to each other's ideas and they know that there is not just it's the politics. It's the politics mm-hmm. of it. And it's also not just it's not just also the politics. I'm not I'm not saying this to be mean, but you know, there's money to be made with this. I mean, yeah, we're in Oh, a, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, we're in a pandemic still right now but kind of you know getting worked on they are coming together to saying hey why don't we actually you know we'll toss a few ideas back and forth you know we'll see what we can do and what kind of ways we can you know shake up the wrestling business you know do something that nobody has done a lot really I mean some companies do it here and there, but not like how they're trying to do it. Though. And I just saw this a little bit earlier today as well, besides the Andrade and 
Alistair Black article. Um, they were talking about Cody and Tony Khan. They did a couple of interviews. And in one interview, Cody literally said in the interview, hey, bring those guys from, you know, Florida to here and we will be willing to do business. And he was literally talking about WWE. Of course, yeah. yeah. Because of the fact that he, even though he got, he won, you know, his claws on, you know, getting the road name back. He doesn't, I mean, yeah, he has a bit of, you know, hard blood towards the company he used to work for, but at the same time, he's also being respectful and saying, hey, even though, yeah, there were some things we disagreed on, there is no, there ain't a problem, though, that we couldn't work together and try to establish something as, you know, as, you know, being a wrestling company. And, you know, yeah, but, you know, uh, Cody Rhodes was never really, you know, the issue with it. AEW was never really the issue on coexisting, you know, hence New Japan and TNA, Ring of Honor, you know, TNA, Impact, you know what I meant. But um, it it was never really their problem. It always seems to be uh, WWE's problem. It always seems to be them that, you know, they're not, it seems like any time this kind of, thing happens it's like they're the only ones that are uh not on board with it you know well yeah because in a sense it's you know it's vince's baby pretty much you know he took you know well he didn't take he got something in the sense he got this from his father and he turned it into a mega promotion by going around and buying all the other local promotions and forming them into just one league. And after that, it was basically sky's the limit from there that no one was going to be able to match up to him. And now look how it is now in 2021. When you look at the ratings of the Wednesday Night Wars, AEW pretty much holds the record over NXT by a good majority vote. But yeah, there's here and there. NXT's got, you know, a few times they've been able to beat AEW in ratings, but also they've either you know, come up a little bit close and not, and then, you know, land the right spot, or they didn't produce something that was good enough for that week, you know, to have people be so driven into it and be, you know, like, well, dang, today, this episode's pretty good. I'm liking what I'm seeing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there was an- another thing I saw. Kurt, t- Kurt Angle did an interview also where he talked about Vince. He was being legitimately truthful about it, saying that Vince does listen to the fans. Yeah, he might play it off like, you know, something unexpected is going to happen or there might be a change at some point that you're just not believing. 
or, you know, just don't know why it's done this way. Why couldn't it be done this way? And for the sense of that, he's trying to, you know, play the psychology of us, the fans, who pretty much, you know, want to see something good. But also, if we see something bad that's going to make us hate it and not want to watch it, it also kind of intrigues us to the point where we're thinking, you know what? Yeah, it did suck this week. Maybe next week, the next episode will be better. And that's where he's trying to come from with that. But also, in the sense, he's pretty much, you know, playing a 50-50 gamble because he could run with this idea and it becomes something great. But then there is the possible chance people just don't support it. People aren't liking what's going on. And then that's when it does lead to where superstars pretty much become buried. And they pretty much become just minor card competitors. Like how they're doing with the 24-7 championship. Yeah, here and there, it's like, you know, fun and it's a good gimmick. But at the same time, it's like you actually do have some of those guys who are going and chasing after that title who are actually worthy to be a superstar in a mega power business and a company that they have supported and have watched and have dreamt to be a part of for their entire lives and to just know that they're now just being used like this come on it's not right mm-hmm. it's not and um well uh this just in um apparently it has been announced that Cody Rhodes and his wife Brandy or having a baby girl. Oh my gosh. That is awesome. Uh, congratulations to Cody and Brandy on their beautiful baby girl. I, uh, that's that's really exciting news. That's really exciting. Mm-hmm. And um, just did the gender reveal on uh, Dynamite. They did it with Pyro. So that's cool. That's cool. Um, really glad that, you know, they didn't have to do anything that extra, you know, that complicated, you know, a little pyro. That's all you need. That's cool. Yeah. Well, uh, it was good to talk about the uh, current state of wrestling with you, Switchblader, as um, our uh, little topic there. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, that's pretty much all I have to say, really. Uh, anything else you want to say, brother? No, I pretty much, you know. Went off the topic straight off the bat, just right there. Yeah, yeah you nailed it, man. Pretty much say, said my point with how it's going. And, uh, well, Warriors, tell us what you guys think about the current state of wrestling. You know, could it be better? Could it be worse? Let us know. Send us some fan mail, uh, TIWBayBay at gmail.com. You know, we'll feature you. And uh, I'm afraid that's all we have. Uh, it's all the time we have for this episode, but uh, thank you guys for joining us today. And uh, before we sign off here, there's a 
very, very special place that we need to do a special little advertisement for. I was going to do a little segue, but didn't really get to. So, well, um, let's go ahead and talk about Squared Circle Burgers. Why don't we switch blading? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So, uh, changes have come with their menu. Uh, some new, new things. Uh, it, well, I'll go ahead and tell you what this place is if you guys don't know. Uh, it is a pro wrestling, boxing, and MMA themed burger restaurant located in the 542 Campbell's Creek Drive and uh, is in Charleston, West Virginia. And, you know, not your average burgers and fries place. These, these people go all out. And new menu item that they have, the Southwest Melt. It is uh, seasoned ground beef, uh, normal melt, you know, four cheese blend, black beans, black olives, sweet corn, topped with sour cream, salsa, and jalapenos. Now that sounds fucking amazing. This sounds like a taco burger. It does, and that's ama- uh, exactly. I guess you could call it that, but um, yeah, that sounds that sounds really good. I like uh, this. Is- really hope to give that a try whenever we go. Yes, and um, all of their burgers now are being prepared with only only fresh hand patted beef. That's awesome, man. Uh, like so. Whenever you order a burger from now on, it's it's not some patty that's already been cooked. It's not something that's already been, you know, sitting in the freezer. This thing is just a beautiful, fresh patty, hand patty. And that is the way it should be. That's the way we should take it. Yeah. So um, uh, apparently they've been closed for a little bit due to uh, the snow, uh, recent snow going around. Uh, winter storm warnings everywhere, you know, four to six inches. I think that's what we're looking at. A lot of ice. So uh, may not get there uh, anytime, you know, soon. But I would try within the next couple of days or, you know, whatever. If you guys want to go in or if you guys want to pl- place a uh, pickup order. And, again, not your average burgers and fries place. This place is amazing. They got everything. They got wings. They got uh what was that thing that they had? It was Buffalo style. Oh, here it is. Here. I found it. It was Buffalo style chicken and cream cheese topped with mozzarella and provolone blend and drizzled with Texas Pete. It's the new Buffalo chicken flatbread. That looks amazing. And of course they have ice cream and they have New York style cheesecake. And it's just an amazing place. And they got, the Lariat and Latino Heat and what else they got here? The the Bruiser, the San Martino. It's ah, guys, what are you waiting for? You got to try this place. If you're a wrestling fan, if you're a food fan, <clears throat> or if you're a fan of any fan, you must try Squared Circle Burgers. And once again, it is located 542 Campbell's Creek Drive. In uh, Charleston, West Virginia, place a pickup order, or you can, you know, dine in, whatever, take it to go, whatever you feel like. You can find them on Facebook. They are open 11 to, uh, 11 to 9, seven days a week. And their website is squaredcirclewv.com. And their number is 681 205 2538. And that is Squared Circle Burgers. We will try that place. We will. And, um, Thank you guys for tuning in to Talk is War for today. Yeah, you're uh, home. New show coming at you next week. 
going to be doing, uh, you know, the returning segment of Few Moments of Shame. So be sure to tune into that if you're a fan of that segment. And uh, anything else you want to say, Switchblader, before we start off? Yeah, you just made me fucking hungry right now because of that damn advertisement. <laughs> Uh, sorry, bro. I made myself hungry reading that, honestly. No, I'm being for real. Like, I want a damn burger right now. No place is fucking <laughs> open right now. Well, we know, we know where to go. <laughs> yes, uh, Well, um, that's all you have to say, man? Yes. All right. And... All right. <laughs> Thank you, Warriors. <laughs> Thank you, Warriors, for tuning in for this episode of Talk is War. Coming at you with a new, fresh, hot, new episode next week. So be sure to tune into that. And let me say that again. A fresh, hot, new episode. Stop. So be sure to tune into that. I had to, bro. Make me get the patties. From Alpha Z. Switch later. Uh, thank you for joining us tonight. And we will see you next time on Talk is